0: Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we're talking about The Walking Dead, season 11, episode 18, and our recommendations on The Midnight Club, Handmaid's Tale, Prey, Ambulance, and more. Sam is back today to join me in talking about The Walking Dead. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing amazing. How was your day?
1: It was really nice. I um, did have a little bit of trouble on my way home. There was just like a ton of traffic and I didn't really know why. Um, So it's really nice to be home and, you know, I didn't have to like fight anybody.
0: Fight! Oh, that leads us right into our question of the day because there was some fighting going on on The Walking Dead. There was actually wrestling happening, which was kind of reminiscent of Fear the Walking Dead. You know where they had that wrestling? Um, oh, you you? No, I'm, I'm behind. Sorry, I forgot. No, it's okay. Yeah, there is a wrestling rink episode on there. And so, and we see somebody who used to be a wrestler on there. I think it was Aisha Tyler.
1: I love her. She's on the, she's on Fear of the Walking Dead.
0: Yes. Man, I'm going to have to watch
1: it.
0: And she's, it's interesting because she's on it, but then she, I think she also directs and she's really good at directing. She is on it, but then they have her off sometimes doing something out there, doing something else. So she's not on every episode, but. She and her husband were wrestlers. And so there is a um an episode where she tries to get back to her husband and she has to wrestle with these um with these walkers. And she's like doing wrestling moves, and it's so entertaining. <laughs> it's so entertaining.
1: I feel it's like if funny. done right, it can be entertaining, but other than that, it might be cheesy.
0: Yeah. I liked it. I just went with it. Mm-hmm. Dwight and Sherry were on that episode. I like them. So, it was, yeah. So, it was great. It was a great episode. So, let's roll into this question of the day, which is which Walking Dead character would make a great wrestler?
1: I would have to say Ezekiel. I feel like he's already like dramatic. You know, he was in the theater, he was king, you know, a king Ezekiel for so long. He can command a room, be really entertaining. And then I thought, if not him, then maybe I would love to see a fight between um, Abraham and Mercer.
0: Just Ah. both big,
1: beefy men. Um, You know, strong, powerful. You know, I think it'd be very interesting to see them kind of get into like a tussle.
0: Those are good picks. The four that came to my mind were Jerry.
1: Oh, no, he's too soft.
0: He's Jerry. I know. I could (laughs) see him with it just kind of being this lovable guy, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Uh, Jerry. And then I thought of Beta.
1: Oh, I forgot about Beta.
0: Yeah, because he's big. Yes, I'm in. And then I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Then I also thought about Mercer. Mm -hmm. And I think Abraham went through my brain. But somebody just as a fun person would be princess oh she'd be so good so i'm like oh i could see this i could see this you could so- have like her
1: and zeke as like the people who like fluff the crowd
0: yeah i don't know what that's called Ooh. yeah um, i don't know either
1: and then yeah and then like the main fight um Rosita might be a good one too <gasps> Ooh, she's you know she's a really good fighter
0: yeah. um and i think
1: people would un- would underestimate her because she's small
0: there's so many people I can think of right now. Like I thought of uh, Sasha, Tyrese. You know, there's all oh, of them. Oh, Sasha too. would be good too. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this is uh just reminiscing about these characters, which I is really
1: them. funny. I have no problem picking out people in The Walking Dead that could be a wrestler, but I don't really. Wa- I've never really watched wrestling. When I was a kid, I thought it used to be the WWF, and then it became the E. I think because they had to fight with like the World Wildlife Fund. And I I loved animals as a kid. So I was like, "Let's go, let's go watch that because it's going to be animals." And then it wasn't. It was wrestling. <laughs> my dad was very pumped. He was like, "You want to watch like that?" I was like, "Yeah, that's- sure." And he was like, "Okay, and we get there." I'm like, "Wait, dad, where are like the pandas and stuff?" I was like, "No, it's wrestling." I was like, "I'm
0: going to go." <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hysterical. I love that. Oh, okay. We could keep talking about wrestling, but <laughs> We'll move on to the actual episode, but I, I do want to ask our listeners out there to let us know what they think. Which Walking Dead character would make a great wrestler? Let us know. You can leave us a comment on social media, our website, or email at screensinfocusgmail.com. We would love to hear from you and hear your answers. The links are in the show notes. All right. So let's get to episode 18 The New Deal. So Pamela and crew interrupt Daryl and company, but not before Daryl gets his stab in. Hornsby seems to be the scapegoat for Pamela and Sebastian, but has some leverage that will complicate things. Most of our group prepares to leave the Commonwealth as Founders Day is celebrated with festivities, wrestling and lottery right before it all goes to hell. And Sebastian gets his comeuppance. So Sam, what did you think of this episode overall?
1: I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a pretty good like. I think it would be hard to follow the like the first episode because the first episode was so good that I was afraid that this what that this episode wasn't going to be as strong. And then it was. It wasn't. It wasn't really boring. And I'm ha- I think for the most part because there was a ton of action. I'm just happy that we didn't have to wait very long for Sebastian to get got. Gal- you know, to get got. Yeah. Um, but then. Thinking about how Sebastian got God, it made me question why no one helped him or Max. Like, I don't understand. Like, they watched Sebastian push Max towards this, you know, this walker. And everyone was just, like, afraid. But then again, I've got a lot of issues with the Commonwealth and how they handle their zombies. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So that's probably going
1: to keep coming up. But, um... I did like at the end after he had like gotten bit and like Max, you know, I was like standing there walking away or whatever. Um, How, he, how the Walker got shot, but not him. And it, and the I Walker know. got shot by Judith. And I was so excited. Yeah.
0: yeah. What about you? What did you think? I, I loved this episode. I thought it started off so good with that whole Daryl and all the rest of them underground. I thought that that was really great. I thought Daryl was so badass. My energy was up. Like, I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, yes, I love this. But then I also felt really emotional. And, you know, I'll speak to more about that later on because I I have reasons why I think yeah. I was so emotional. Plus, I think they they did make it emotional. But I felt that um, a lot of the story moved forward and that some really big things happened, and that a lot was revealed. And then, you know, that whole Sebastian moment, um, it was just a really good episode that I thoroughly enjoyed. And I just hope that the I think that the rest of them will continue because we only have six more and it's a lot of story to tell. So I think that this is going to be a really good last piece to season 11. So I'm really excited. So what stood out to you in this episode?
1: So I think Max had a good idea for her little like, revenge plan to, you know, or to expose a Sebastian. I think it was, I just think it was in the wrong hands. I don't think her or Eugene are, like, evil enough or, like, villainous enough to really pull that off. Because I think, and I also think she's acting out of anger as well. Like, I and rightfully so. Like, she should be pissed. But, like, don't let that, you know, dictate what you do. Because I think had she thought it through, then, you know, even if he hadn't gotten eaten there probably would have been repercussions and maybe they didn't think it was her. Maybe they think it's Eugene because Eugene is part of, you know, the other crew. Like, and I just, I wonder if she told Eugene about the plant or if he's, up, if he's up there blind, you know,
0: I think he must have known what was on that. Cause mm-hmm. doesn't he ask her like, are you sure? But at, oh, yeah, at the same time, I felt that they didn't have a good escape route in plant in place because she kind uh, yeah. of went
1: rogue. And I feel like she had no yeah. idea the other, like, that our crew was in the tunnels trying to uh, secure everyone's, like, you know, like everyone being safe. And so Maybe she's Maybe they just, didn't
0: expect Sebastian to react the way he did either. Maybe uh, she didn't expect that.
1: She had to have known something, though, because he's not the most, like, even killed human. No, he's. And not. he also thinks whatever's going to happen, my mom will get me out of it. And he's right. Yeah. For the most part.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly.
1: I also uh, really liked Rosita and Gabe interacting. We don't really get to see them uh, too, too much. And like, I think, was it last year or when Sadiq was killed and she had gotten injured or something and he wanted her to take a step back from like always being, you know, in like in the middle of it because she does have a kid and that kind of stuff. So like they were kind of at odds at times. So it's nice to see that they're like not at odds anymore. I like them being able to talk to each other and that kind of stuff.
0: It was really nice to see them uh, together again because it's been a while. Mm -hmm. So I agree. That was a a really good, uh, you know, I was really glad that they were connecting and that they were showing them.
1: Yeah. I also thought it was hilarious how he he was kind of like ragging on his uh, parishioners, bringing him stuff. He was talking (sighs) about how he doesn't want like the, it's like tata salad or something from Mrs. Whatever her name is. Um, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Cause like, I think that's what the episode I kind of needed. It was a little bit of levity cause it was heavy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The thing that stood out to me was of course, Daryl. I think he's so awesome. I was a little bit surprised. I don't know why, but I was, I felt like I said, I was excited, but I was a little bit surprised by his actions. I felt like he really, really wanted to kill Hornsby right at that moment and that no one was going to get in his way and he was going to do it. And I thought, wow, I, I don't know that I've seen Daryl quite like this. And, uh, you know, Mercer comes and Pamela comes and this they say this is more than about you. and But it's not until Carol walks in and he... Then Daryl turns around and says, "What have you done?" Mm-hmm. I thought, "Oh my goodness, He's like irritated with her for whatever, you know, she's arranged. But and then the fact that he stabbed Hornsby with that big, fat knife. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was jagged edged, and it was huge. And uh, I thought that that scream that Hornsby let out was um was such a good one. Yeah, you know, he's so good. He's so such, so good in his portrayal. Lance Hornsby, Mm -hmm. and uh, then Daryl walks off and says, he'll live. So um, I just love that. But then we get this contrast of him in this parental role that he's struggling with. So, you know, I like seeing that. I like seeing these two different sides where he's ruthless, but yes, but yet he's also tender. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just liked his conversation with Carol. I loved his conversation with Judith. I like that he talks to her about not knowing what he's doing and trying to figure that all out. I don't know, just their their conversation about him talking about, you know, his hiding place mm-hmm. and just sharing all this stuff with with Judith and that he really wants her, her life to be how she imagines it. And so, I don't know. It was just really sweet. And then I started thinking about how Daryl's been there since she's been born. Mm-hmm. So even though his little ass yeah but even though he's not her parent he's been there her whole life and she has had him his her whole life so i just think it's a really sweet relationship
1: i had a fear after um what was her name um the one who maggie killed
0: leah i was gonna say but daryl daryl killed leah
1: Oh, that's how I met. He killed her because she was going after Maggie. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was afraid that because he had opened himself up to her that he would, like, shut down because the one person he may have loved ended up, like, betraying him, essentially. Yeah. And so it's really nice to see that that's not the case. And he, you know, I think he recognizes that it's not just about him anymore. And which is the advice that um we hear later on from Negan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I so that true. In nice. um, a contrast, that very a tender moment. The other thing that I think I keep thinking about is that those poor uh, grunt workers that were killed by those goons. I just like first of all, Founders Day should not be a thing. Don't like Founders Day. It's it's a thing. It's not for everybody. It's for those that already enjoy life. So they have to work on like this Founders Day. And how did no one hear the gunshots? I guess it's, I wondered it's like the a same silencer, thing. and I know that I silencers that in movies and TV are not the same as in real life. But then I thought maybe those people have never really heard a gunshot, so what would they, like, they might think it's a firework or a balloon, because they're not used to, you know, like, the real world. Uh-huh. And then um, there were, like, eight, eight people working, and how many other people, like, after, like, they got out. And, like, no one, like, no one knows how to fight. One man decided to <laughs> no. curl himself into a fetal position. I saw sir, that! sir. That's what you do with bears, not <laughs> zombies. Like, why is that? You're, <laughs> oh gosh. So I just yeah. I I, I question like really like uh, like on its face the Commonwealth looks great, but you're in there and you know you your people can't fight off one zombie. There's like 500 people.
0: I know, but
1: Mercer he just like walks off and handles it which i love and daryl and judith you know like once they were all like out and stuff Uh uh-huh there were eight zombies day and it took down like 15 20 people
0: (laughs) oh i know i thought the same thing it was like chaos Mm -hmm. and and yeah that one guy i noticed him too i'm like what are you doing (laughs) i'm like oh my gosh the same thing with sebastian oh yeah you know him just flailing around and help me and i'm like oh my gosh how did that zombie get behind him because i i guess
1: she because i thought the zombie he, I, was on she was on top of him and then he just like rolled to the side or something yeah he but pushed like, then her or whatever
0: started yeah t- yeah but
1: then didn't continue getting up <laughs> <laughs> but i guess it's like if you're used to other people doing everything for you. You're gonna assume that there's another. There's gonna be a person there to to kill your kill the zombie. I guess, but yeah, yeah. I would just keep rolling to safety. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I still keep imagining uh, Eugene the way he ran ran over because his his run is like funny and he pushes a zombie out of, out of you know the way from um, Max.
1: <laughs> I just he that is. I can't with him. He his like his his braid is so long he's going to need a holster for it his
0: braid you were wondering how long his braid was going to be <laughs> yeah
1: and it's way further like he's further along than i thought i just like uh, so we're watching uh, the rings of power and um the character uh the dwarves because they have their long beards and stuff they have holsters uh for their beards i want eugene to have one for his braid (laughs) and that's the other thing too is like oh my
0: god that's so funny a holster
1: (laughs) people with long hair in the apocalypse just stress me out because that's plenty of like things
0: exactly and
1: so like um eugene needs to like handle that so he well i mean he doesn't really go out in the field anymore but like i feel like he needs to lock that shit down so he doesn't have to worry about it i guess maybe if like he could put like in his shirt yeah like you know or a jacket
0: (sighs) he's just connected to that hair man he just (laughs) is i don't know Uh, one of these days yeah you know i was uh mentioning earlier that i was really emotional yeah in this episode and i kept tearing up and of course i was vo- vocalizing it my husband's all why why <laughs> why cuz i kept saying my eyes are welled up he's all why i'm like <laughs> i don't know but i felt like everyone was talking directly to me every time they were talking mm-hmm. so It was like their goodbyes. I was like projecting whatever they were saying, knowing that it's the end, that they are telling me goodbye. So with Negan, he's talking to his wife. Now, I know he's not going anywhere, but still, Mm -hmm. he's talking to his wife. And as you had mentioned, he had said that his dad had always said, you know, once you have a child, you're not living for yourself anymore, Mm -hmm. kind of living for that child and Negan says he always wanted that. And now it's like a, a realization. It's it's coming true. But in, in saying that right now, it makes me wonder, because when you say something, then you think, oh, my gosh, that could be taken away from you. So and as you were mentioning last (laughs) episode because i was telling you that how daryl may get traded and then we talked about maybe Mm. herschel getting traded and then you had brought up maybe annie and her baby or her you know annie herself being traded and so maybe i don't know hopefully he doesn't lose her but i just thought it was a really sweet moment i thought he it was very moving to me how he was speaking about being a father and uh, my eyes were all welly. <laughs> and then when father Gabriel uh, was giving his sermon and when Rosita came in and he was talked about finding his way back to God, his calling, having a legacy. And she was telling him, you know what you've given these people, they'll, it'll always be here. It'll be here forever. And I thought, why, why are they saying this stuff? I feel like somebody's going to die. And then Lydia is talking to Carol and uh, we see Elijah come up and, you know, you know that that's the start of a relationship. And when she starts to talk to Carol, her eyes are welled up with tears. So guess what? My eyes are welled up with tears because she says, (laughs) I haven't forgot about Henry. And then Carol's eyes are all welled up with tears. I'm like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? It was throughout the whole Mm -hmm. episode and then with Judith and her her conversation with Daryl, it was the same thing that I was feeling for her. And just all of it, just all of it. And, and Ezekiel, I felt like he was telling his goodbye. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to die, too. He's telling Carol, you know, this is a second chance. But now we see what's happening with the Commonwealth. So is that going to still be his second chance? Is he still going to be there and be able to do all that? So with all of that, I was just feeling a lot of emotion. And I have a feeling for me, I'm going to keep feeling that because I know we're nearing the end. And I have loved these characters since day one. I connected to them. They connect to everybody who watches them, everybody who watches the show. They are connected. That's the whole reason you watch. You're connected to these characters. Something about them is is um, touching you or you either... Feel for them or you
1: um Relate. can't imagine yeah. you
0: can't imagine being them, you know, one way or the other. So I just think that the whole Walking Dead community, you know, that's why there is that is a big community because people are connected through this show. And so, oh my gosh. It's just Walking Dead's gonna be a huge uh you know, huge legacy in itself. You know, it's a, a long running zombie show which has never happened before. So it's um it's fun to watch it and it's fun to, um, you know, be with these characters and it will be sad when it's done. (laughs) It'll be sad.
1: And I think too, the walking dead came about when like we were just starting to get into like our, a golden age of TV and movie and stuff. So I think it's, it's one of like the earlier ones that got in before, you know, before it got really going. Yeah. So I think like that sticks out to people because now when you say it's a golden age, you could say like, well, which one are you talking about? But back then, if you say, you know, we have, like, there's this really good a TV show on, like, you'd be like, oh, is it The Walking Dead? So that's kind of
0: nice to think yeah. about. So do you have any other thoughts or tidbits on the episode?
1: Yeah, I was shocked when Ezekiel said he wasn't going to go with them. And then I remembered that he's running, a, like, like, a clinic to help the people that can't afford to get <gasps> the good surgeries and stuff.
0: And I so forgot about that. Staying. Yeah. I thought it was the
1: animal. <laughs> no. I thought the same thing too. And then I, when I watched it again to take my notes, I was like, there's gotta be some other, oh, the clinic. Cause I, cause I think she even says we can maybe bring, um, uh, Yumiko's brother. And I think he is also helping out at the clinic. So
0: ah, I think I, I could okay. be wrong
1: about that, but that's what led me to think about the clinic. So. Um, and then I, I was hoping one of the pets that he had, like one of the, the goats or like the rabbits. I really hope he named it after, I hope he named one after his tiger.
0: Aww. Cause that would be
1: like a nice way to like honor her. Yes. Which I'm not entirely sure that f- like six zombies could take down a giant tiger, but that's, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast, I think. Um, I think Annie and Negan should stay in the Commonwealth or, maybe they should have worked into the into their like contract or the, their escape plan that she should get to come back and take or and and be able to use like the healthcare because I know she doesn't want to rely on the Commonwealth, but you yeah. might have to with that baby. Um, but what was weird is she said, like I'm not staying here, I'm not doing it. It's about us. And then she like points to the um, the ultrasound, but it, it's not about, uh, uh, you know, about uh, she's making it because she doesn't want to stay here. Yeah. Um, but I, I really do hope he can talk them. I mean, they may not have a choice now because they might be kicked out. But yeah, um, exactly. And then what happened with the horde that they were all on like lockdown for? Like, what happened with that? Did because I don't think the B team went over to save you know those people, and I don't think just rosita and mercer could have taken it down and then everyone was down like in the um like in the tunnels and stuff yeah so was it ever real do they have like i know that there was a zombie like we saw like a horde but do they have like like a speaker that just plays random zombie noises to keep people in line
0: well we saw the last shot that we saw it was so bizarre because we saw the two Jeeps go and the walkie though the walkie, the <laughs> horde followed them. Yeah. The only thing that I thought was weird was the one I thought Rosita and Mercer were in were heading right back into the into the horde. I'm like, why are you making a circle into them? But it was showing that these walkers were following it. So maybe they did drive away because We see Mercer and Rosita back here. So they must have taken care of business somehow. Whatever. I don't think he would
1: leave it if it wasn't like handled. I just thought maybe it wasn't as close as we thought it was. So I have no idea. And then I truly wonder, does the Commonwealth provide the regular people any kind of like training? Do they have any like plans if something does happen? Like, you know, do you have like emergency routes out of town? I don't know. I just wonder about all of that.
0: Well, the emergency thing would be pretty good, but I don't think that they train them because mm-hmm. I want. I think that they want them to rely on them. Oh, yeah. That's what I think because if they become too strong, then they could fight against them. So yeah. They probably want to leave them not prepared unless they're you're a trooper. Mm-hmm. Because, but
1: even then, they get torn apart like they're. I know.
0: <laughs> I know. So true. That's because uh, training can only do so much. It's you've got to kind of yeah. like live it and do it, right?
1: Yeah. But so, do you think? I'm thinking about. So our group has been here for what six months? Maybe I'm trying to think of like the time jump. I know we yeah. had like a couple months, but like, what did the common like? Did the Commonwealth face these things before? And they were totally fine. And is our group just that much of like a nuisance that now there's like, you know, like there's a ton of chaos and, you know, whatever else. Or did this stuff just not happen to them? And now they have bad luck.
0: Yeah. It's – I don't know.
1: Because we haven't really gotten any, like, info really on the – like, on the Commonwealth. Like, I wouldn't mind, like, a, like a, a spinoff of how the Commonwealth got started. That'd be kind of interesting just to see, like where like, how they – ended up where they are. No, um, makes sense, yeah. Do you think that if Aaron hadn't have found Rick and crew, that the Alexandrians would be as useless as most of the Commonwealth people because our crew kind of helped to come in and like train them and, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: I think that Rick and crew did help them mm-hmm. become better. I think that they weren't very good at fighting or and it it just seems like yeah anytime you're contained in a community and you are trying to make it like normal you lose that edge that you would have from fighting out there Mm -hmm. there's got to be a fine balance right because you don't always want to be fighting mode and you know always on the defensive but you also don't want to be ill-prepared too because I'm just thinking about at all the places, right? Even like when the governor had Wood Woodbury, oh, yeah. they were like that too, right? So they were, didn't really know what they were doing, weren't really good at it. Mm-hmm. And then you have Alexandria that was the same. Can't remember Hilltop people. They might've been better prepared because I think that's, uh, you know, yeah, I think recall.
1: I think they were because, yeah, I don't think they, yeah, I think they were probably the best out of all the ones we're naming.
0: But, well on oceanside. Yeah. They were they're prepared too as oh, much yeah. as they can be. Yeah.
1: Do you so, think that I'm sorry.
0: No, because I was gonna say though, the difference I think with Alexandria, the Commonwealth, and Woodbury is because they were trying to make it so much like regular life.
1: Yeah, like the like world people, hadn't gone to shit yet. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> so I feel like because of that in those three places that people were really ill-equipped and didn't know what the heck they were doing and just
1: and like alexandria is kind of like the perfect if that is the perfect balance if you think of i mean if the if the world wasn't like trying to fight everyone yeah (laughs) like if they could just do their thing in alexandria they they have you know comforts but they also have to go out and like you know the world and that kind of stuff so
0: right yeah
1: do, have you noticed that every t- every place that our group goes, it just like implodes at some point? Like, it are does. they are they it really does. the good guys or <laughs> are they the bad
0: guys? I know, right? They're always stirring up some shit. Always, it's like, <laughs> oh my god! But we're like, yeah, do it, yeah, yeah. But well, it's because they're seeing the things that are wrong. Yeah, though, and no, and everyone just lets it go, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, no, we're not gonna let it go. We're not gonna let you these people are people are missing yeah right and they <laughs> so like where are these people yeah everyone should know where these people are <laughs> so yes that's so funny <laughs> it's just a different way of looking at it yeah
1: um there's a there's a horror movie called um oh it's ted and dale versus the world i think or
0: Tucker and Dale. Yeah,
1: and it's, like, that versus the world or against the world or something. It's a horror comedy movie.
0: Okay.
1: It's about these two, like... um, These two guys who live, like, in the woods are hunters. They're kind of, like, simple folk. Just, like, it's like a... So, they go into town to do their normal stuff, and what ends up happening is it's a horror movie told from their perspective. Ah. So, there are, like, four... Four like really good looking teens and they're like oh we're heading up here and there's a creepy gas attendant guy and then there are these two who look like they belong in a horror movie and they're these like hot teens are talking and these two are back here (laughs) talking like do you think we should go say hi we could always use more friends like we have a a cabin on the lake like we can't them to go up here and they're talking about really like lovely stuff so they're like okay yeah here's the plan so they walk up and what they, what they intend to say is, hi, my name, you know, they want to choose themselves. We have this cabin, whatever. And what comes out is like, y'all new around here. And he just looks really creepy. And they're like, Oh, that's the creepy guy they were talking about. So then they flee and it's them trying to hold the whole movie, trying to like make up to these, like these teens so they can be friends. But like hilarity ensues. And it is, it's a really good movie because it like, you think it's going to be they're the bad guys and these and these young teens are the good guys but it's like uh-huh. the other way around oh my gosh it's so when funny. was this movie made 2013 or something it's it's oh. it's older
0: yeah um i don't know it i don't know that one so i think it's so on funny. netflix
1: that's where we watched <laughs> it check it out um yeah it has um alan it's t-u-d-y-k Oh, um, oh yeah. That's yeah. the guy
0: on, um, a resident alien. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Yep. He's, uh, oh. he's like one of the main characters. And then I don't know like who the other guy is, but it's, it's, it's so funny.
0: Oh my gosh. Now I want to watch mm-hmm. it cause he's in it. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. It's Tucker All and right. Dale versus
1: evil is what it's called. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> yeah. I want to check that out. It's so good. All right. Anyway, well, see, that, that's another <laughs> TV and movie recommendation. All right. So, um, so when Sebastian was being eaten,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I I did thought, I cheered. Oh, so good for you. I don't know if I cheered. I don't even know what my reaction was because I was so into it. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> just, uh, she was old. she was tearing him apart like he was
1: like a prime rib.
0: Yeah. She was yeah. Ex- and
1: like I'm happy it was her.
0: <laughs> and I thought all that blood that was coming out of his mouth was all dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought that was crazy. I thought, oh my gosh. You know, uh he played such a good role. Oh, he was great. Teo Rap Olson. I think he's a really he was really good because you see him on the Talking Dead. He's, he's a totally nice guy. Is he English? He's, no, he's not.
1: I just always assume everyone is English. I know, right? <laughs> no,
0: he's not. He's uh he's It's so funny when you see them in a different way because he is a nice-looking guy. He's got a great personality. Mm-hmm. He's he's very gracious. And it's so opposite of what he portrays. And I love that. I love it when you see the actor and they're, and you really like the actor, the person portraying it. And you see the role and you're like, man, he's really good for doing this. Mm-hmm. How good is he? I just want to say kudos to the actor and, you know, for doing his, um, his character and his death are really uh, done really well. I thought that Hornsby and Milton and their conversation was so revealing. The music was so intense Mm -hmm. and the power that she has over him. Wow. That lady. I'm like, geez.
1: She has power, but you have to be careful because he's like a rat. She does. You know, like when you, I mean, I love rats. Like I don't have anything against rats. They're adorable. I'd love to own one. But you back a rat into a corner, and they're going to come at you. And like, what are you going to do? Absolutely.
0: Well, and that, you know, she he was so shocked at what, you know, she was doing He's all come on, you could drop the act. And she's basically saying, No, you've gone too far. And, you know, that's when he says, Well, there are alliances that will come into play that you need me. And again, there's that, you know, that leverage that he has, that he's kind of sharing with us, although we don't know it fully, and what I what I think is his trading with the CRM. Well, I think it's with the Civic Republic. We'll find out what it really is, but I, I just think we're going to learn more about that in the next few episodes. So, and you had already brought up about the two. um The two, I call them the two thugs. Oh, yeah. uh, Shooting the innocent workers. And I felt so bad because the guy wanted to win the lottery. And I thought that would be me. I know, because I'm always saying I'm going to win the lottery. So I'm like, poor guy. And then. Specifically, Sebastian tells Max on that tape recording that his hand, mo- his mother hand picks the lottery numbers and who's going to win. I'm like, oh my gosh! I think that's when people were like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? We have no chance of winning. Um, I
1: thought the um, you said um, his recording, and I thought it was really nice that the like the very end just kind of like it as like um starts to fade out. Like you just hear him talking about like. I forget yeah. what the last. And that I, Something about I really the rich liked.
0: people. Mm-hmm. Will always. Which,
1: you know, uh, Walker is eating the rich. Like you couldn't eat like a richer human, you know? So I thought yeah. that's maybe a little too on the
0: nose, but. Yeah. Also, I was confused for just a little bit about where Aaron. I know he said he was going to the Oceanside. Mm-hmm. I understood that. But then I didn't understand that Lydia was going there. And then that Jerry was going there. And I'm like, where are they all going? Are they going then, there?
1: Because it's like the most like, they can't go to Alexander because it's like, you know, gone. The same thing with Hilltops. Is that are they going there? Because That's like the next like,
0: I don't safest? know their main reason. I have no idea why they're going there. But with the previews that we saw, which I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'll talk about that when we get there, but (laughs) I'm a little bit concerned. We'll get there in a minute. Um, I didn't understand that part, how they were splitting up, even though Maggie's all, you know, we get Mm -hmm. to stay together now. But of course, she's going to Alexandria. And then we didn't get to see Princess this episode again. We will see her at least in the next one. And that R.J., was reading Invincibles and I thought that is so cool because that's the Robert Kirkman comic books about a coming of age superhero. That's on Prime if no one has seen that. Mm, I've never even heard of it. And the main oh my gosh, my son made... kept texting me. He's like, Mom, uh you have to watch this, you have to watch this. And so the main character is voiced by Stephen Young. <gasps> and there's other Walking Dead characters in this. I love it's that. a animated, you know, a graphic novel. Okay. I think it's on Prime. So you should check that out but I it was so funny cuz I I totally recognized it cuz RJ had it and it says invincible's mm-hmm. all all um you know all over the the page so I thought that that was really cool. So Sam we are at our segment mm-hmm. and the award goes to. So I would like to know what was your favorite quote, character or moment.
1: So I'm going to go with the moment when like all hell breaks loose and you know the walkers come in and Pamela's freaking out, and she looks to Mercer, and he's, like, he's starting to go to go protect his people. And she, like, stops him, and she's like, no, you're supposed to protect me or something. And then he says, no, ma'am, and then he just, like, walks away. I wonder if he would have done that, like, a year ago. Like, I think he probably – because he – I think he's still in his core, like, a really good person – so I think he would have eventually got there to go and, like, help, like, the main threat. But I think he would have gotten her to safety first. Yeah. But I think because he knows that, like, you know, all's not good down in Oz. Like, I think he's, like, starting to, like, you know, to wake up and be like, she's fine. She's got – there are other people. Yeah. You know, so I thought that was really great. And it it made me think and she was like, super shocked, which I think should be her clue that like, all's not right in Denmark, which is what I meant to say (laughs) instead of Oz, but I couldn't think of the thing. Um,
0: I think that's a super good thought. I think that that's great. And yeah, her face so good when he didn't because he said, No, I'm here to protect the people, the Commonwealth Mm -hmm. people. And uh, yeah, she was because <laughs> she just cares about herself. Yeah. So uh, I thought he was going to go check for his sister too, but oh, I, he wasn't involved in that aspect of it. No, I'm
1: I'm I'm sure he worries about her, but he probably trusts enough where she is that she's probably okay. I like the the woman uh, who uh, who plays a uh, uh, Pamela Milton. She's also yeah. in the boys, uh, which is on uh, which is on Prime. Um, yeah. Her name uh, is Layla Robbins. Yes. She's great. I like her in The Boys. I, I like her in this. I I think I've seen some other stuff.
0: You know what movie that I absolutely love that she's in? It's an old movie. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite old movies. And I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but it's my favorite holiday. One of my favorite holiday movies. And it's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. No, I've
1: never seen that.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's like, seriously, it's one of my favorite movies with Steve Martin and John Candy but she plays his wife. Okay. And she's not in it at hardly at all. She's just the person that he keeps calling to cuz he wants to get home. Mm-hmm. And so he calls her ever so often to talk with her and they just show these little moments of her waiting for for him to come home. Mm-hmm. And she's not in it like I said very much but it's a really important role that she plays. Mm-hmm. And so you now you're gonna have to watch that movie but there there's a end <laughs> moment with them that's just really sweet oh. and uh, with Steve Martin and, and his wife mm-hmm. so and and so when I see her I'm like wait, you're the sweet wife on playing straights and automobiles so that's really, what are you doing
1: so like on the boys she kind of plays like a like you know a tough person yes so which is what she's playing as you know Pamela Milton, but it'd be funny yeah. to see her as anything else.
0: Yeah, you should check out that especially during the holidays. Okay. Especially it's a Thanksgiving, not a Christmas. It's a okay. Thanksgiving movie. It's so funny. I think you'll like it. I think I think you will.
1: Well, so I think I probably will too. Like I I know enough about it that I think I'll enjoy it. But what is hilarious is there's some there's a theory out in the ether that that movie is not a holiday movie. It's like a it's like a murder movie that in the in like in the suitcase, it's like his wife's body or something. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I don't know all oh the details, my god. but I'm to be looking at it through that lens, be like, is oh this like no. a murder mystery?
0: No my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll that's check it crazy. Out, all right. I want to share what my favorite yeah. moment is. So mine is Well, it's along the same line of yours when the chaos ensues and once the tape is played and everyone riots and the walkers appear and start eating people and Daryl is separated from Judith, you know, he shoots the walker and she says, give me the gun and uh, they need our help. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the fact that she didn't want her gun in the beginning and she throughout this episode realizes that she needs the gun because she wants to help people. I just... Love that moment. I love when Daryl says, you know, let's do this together. Because he's treating her like she's so much older. Like she's really, she knows so much more than all these other Commonwealth people, right? She's braver, knows more, even though she's little. Did you see her friend? Her friend's mouth was hanging open. I know. And Judith is just like, what? (laughs) Yeah. She's like, you know, she shoots uh, Walker. I thought she was going to shoot Sebastian, which they should. But uh, I was curious if they will. I don't know what's going to happen. They probably will have to. Yeah. I don't know if they'll show it or not. But I just thought that that was, um, she was really just a reflection or a legacy of the whole Grimes family, of Rick, her father, of Carl, her brother. I just feel like she was just, she was just them. Mm -hmm. And I just loved that moment. And I just thought it was really a great walking dead sentiment of, of, of all of them and the legacy that they have. So I just thought that that was so cool. So I loved it. That was my favorite moment.
1: I think it can be, it's kind of easy to forget that a Judith is like a child. You know, yeah. because she has had to do, like, she had to deal with, like, a ton of stuff. And, like, even when they're not in, like, crisis, they're still in the apocalypse. So, like, she still was, she's always going through things. And then she does, she, like, when she ran away, like, that is such, like, a child thing to do. But she's a child. So, it's yeah. you know, so it's yeah. fine.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, So, I think that moment was, like, it was just really nice because she, she, I took the gun and she's, She's ready to see that you can help in other ways, too, I think,
0: yeah, and uh, I want to add Judith's commentary on the people that were gone, oh my gosh, I mean, we saw uh, Merle and Beth and Carl and Rick and Glenn and Herschel, and she says remembering their voices is how we keep them alive
1: <laughs> that that she she got me there. <laughs>
0: Okay, so tell me which character from a previous season would you have loved to have seen in this episode?
1: I think I would love to see how Rick or Michonne would handle this stuff. Um I think they both were more aggressive because they had to be than I think like our group is like I think they were more aggressive than our group is. Like they they were just cuz they had they had to be because, you know, it was harder and stuff. So I think it'd be nice to see maybe in more peace times if Rick and, and Michonne would still approach things that way or if they would approach it more level headed. But I think they would always still have a little edge where like they don't they wouldn't take any kind of shit from like, you know, Hornsby or Pamela. Yeah. Nice to see just how I, I guess they like like evolved, I guess.
0: Uh-huh what about you? Well, I was am going to say Carl, because I think he would have been able to fight and protect Judith and RJ. I think that Judith really needed him this episode. Even though Daryl is like, you know, her uncle and really close to her. I don't know. I feel like Carl just could have been just a part of her family. I just think that that it, it would have been great to have seen him. I do miss Carl. I I think that he was very brave. I think he was very confident. He made a lot of decisions that weren't always the best, but he was growing up in an apocalypse, mm-hmm. and he was a child, and he did live in the regular world. And then this world, and I just think he was going through a lot of things, because there were things that I'm like, Carl, just wanted to shake him. But I'm not heart, a Carl fan. I'm a Carl fan, because I feel like there were so many times I, I didn't like him when he was challenging Rick, because Rick's my favorite. Rick <laughs> never makes the wrong decisions, no. or he does. But, you know, I, I always give him a pardon yeah. if I didn't agree with them, So I didn't like it whenever he'd question his dad or like, you know, the time when he shot that guy and Herschel was bringing up his... um worries to uh to rick about it by the way i love herschel he's another one of my favorite i'll get to him yeah we're gonna uh, hopefully i'll get to him in one of the future episodes but i love herschel i i i should have said herschel because herschel's always to me this um He's wise. You know, he's like he's like Yoda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just knows what to say. And so I do miss him. But back to Carl. Um, I, I know that he has been controversial a little bit, but I just I think really his heart was good though. And I Oh I, yeah. I would have liked to have seen him. He did care about his family a lot. It would have been interesting to see his relationship with Negan, because Negan kind of had a soft spot for him, except for when he was going to shoot him in the back of the head when uh Shiva. Shiva Shiva came Shiva Shiva so um yeah, but, but we don't talk about
1: that you know we don't talk about I that. just like know. we don't talk
0: about Bruno <laughs> so I just think I would have liked to have seen Carl in these episodes all right so let's get to what do you hope to see in the next episode or do you have any predictions
1: um I want to see princess and I want to see dog just proof of life just yep. a, a, a paper besides little snoot that's all um And I want to know what's going to happen with, like, Max and Eugene. I think that's the most pressing thing. And I know that's what we're going to get to, but I just don't know if he knew. And I don't know how he can forgive Max if she didn't tell him. And then I don't know how they can justify punishing Eugene if, you know, he didn't know. And then how do they, like, how do they punish this whole group? Which then I think will cause issues with the like, you know, the like unrest and that kind of stuff. Because a lot of the people that our crew is hanging out with is they're part of the protesters. So if our crew is gone, then they're going to know that something happened and, you know, probably riot. So it's just, so there's a lot that needs to be answered, I think. Yeah. What
0: about you? I hope that, the others, meaning Aaron and company, escape those variant walkers. I saw the previews. Yeah, I, I was too. freaking I out because they the doors, the doors all jiggling, and, hands. and Jerry oh. says something like, "What the, you know?" No. I, and that, Jerry
1: can't die. Jerry, I, Jerry, and I, I, none of them can can't die. die. Well,
0: They're killing me. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. So that worries me. And yes, about Eugene, I'm worried about him because Pamela says he has to pay, and um. Uh, yeah, just I'm looking forward to the new, you know, the rest of the season, but I'm worried because somebody's probably going to die. I think a know. few
1: somebodies are going to die.
0: Ah, I know, and I don't know who those are going to be, and I don't like it. Well, All right.
1: No, it's not going to be Daryl, Carol, Negan, I know. Maggie, Maggie, Rick, Michonne.
0: Yes, <laughs> just those. <laughs> those are the only ones that are safe. So. I think so. Oh man. Okay, that wraps up our conversation on The Walking Dead. I would like to know, Sam, what else you are currently watching.
1: Um, so I've been watching The Handmaid's Tale, um, and then The Midnight Club. I'm only one episode in on The Midnight Club, but immediately I'm hooked. Um, I love Mike Flanagan. I think I talked about him last week too. Um, this show won't be like his other ones. Um, it's not because like the other ones are heavier not that the show won't be heavy it's about kids with you know terminal stuff and and like spooky ghosts so like it's gonna be heavy but it's not gonna be as heavy as the other ones um and it's gonna be like a kid actors but i know he's a really he's a talent for finding a talented children actor so i don't i have faith that they'll be able to you know to handle everything so but i'm excited to be scared though because it is october after all yeah and then, um, for movies, I watched, um, the movie, um, Alone on Hulu. Um, and then, um, there's another one, uh, called, um, Songbird. So the, um, Alone came out in 2020 and it's about this kid who gets stuck in his apartment during the apocalypse, essentially. And there's a Korean version called Hashtag Alone but it's not the exact same movie but it's it has like a similar plot it's also really good i recommend that one too but this alone um on hulu this kid wakes up in his apartment and the apocalypse the apocalypse is happening and he doesn't know like they they have a power for a while and then eventually everything you know just like shuts down and he has to like he finds a neighbor falls in love they have to like escape but what what i liked about this movie the most is When, like, this zombie virus, it it infects you, and you are a zombie, and you need to eat and stuff, but you still kind of, you still have a little bit of, like, yourself in there. So you can't stop what you're doing, but you can still, like, talk.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, it was so creepy, and I was watching it alone, which is, like, not a good idea. (laughs) Alone? Uh, But it was during the day, so, like, it's a little safer then. But, like, so these people will be attacking you. And they, like, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this because I don't want to, like, spoil it. I mean, it is a two-year-old movie, though. What do you think, Diana? Don't give away the ending. That's what I would say. What happens when the virus infects you is you can still, you still can talk, but you need to consume flesh and you can't stop yourself. Like, your I think it's your id just takes over. And so these people are running after you trying to eat you, but they can still talk to you. So they are shouting like, run, run, hide, kill me, kill me. I, I Oh
0: my goodness. Yeah.
1: So they're like, it which is creepy because you hear the, you're like, but they're talking. So, but they're not infected, but then they're going to eat you. And so I really liked that. I, I like, that was, I thought it was a really interesting take on like the zombie, like, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. And then I watched with uh, my partner and my brother, uh, the movie Prey, it was on Hulu, came out like a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Um, And it's a prequel to the Predator series, which I've never really seen. Um, I don't really like gratuitous violence. And I've seen one Predator movie and it was super violent. So I don't mind violence, but it just seemed excessive. But this one takes place uh, in the 1700s, and it's uh, Comanche, a tribe. And it's this um, wom- uh, a woman, her name is um, Nauru, and she's trying to become like a hunter. And so she's, the, the whole movie is about how everyone underestimates her, her family, the hunters, the other bad people, the predator thing and then every time they underestimate her she wins and so it was just like it's a nice like it's a female a driven movie and it's like it is really good and it's beautifully shot and there's a really cute dog in it and it's just you know and it's still and it's still kind of spooky so it counts for october so yeah but what about you
0: uh, I want to say that I am watching, I think I've seen, okay, so I've, I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale also mm-hmm. on Hulu. I'm loving it. Um, the Midnight Club, I started watching that. I've seen five episodes. So just for everybody out there, and you had talked about it last um podcast episode, but it's a horror mystery thriller with terminally ill patients at Brightcliff Hospice who begin to gather at midnight to share scary stories. And what I have liked about it so far is that one of them will tell a story and then it's as they're telling the story, it goes into they're acting it out, right? And, And so you see the segment. So you're visualizing what the story is and the characters are all of a lot of them. Some of them. So I think that's kind of cool the way it does that. It is light. It's not super scary. Mm -hmm. And so people can, if you're totally scared, oh my God, people are slashing. No, no, no. It's not like that.
1: Um, And if you want to get properly spooked, you can check out, he has a TV show coming out next, I think spring, maybe fall of next year called the Fall of the House of Usher. Um, That's when you can get properly spooked.
0: Oh, I can't wait for that. Mm -hmm. I have also watched Prey, the movie that you talked about. That was really good. And I have watched 50% of all the Predators. Of course, I watched the first (laughs) one with Arnold Schwarzenegger because that's, you know, we, my husband loves all of those. But after that, I've periodically seen a few of the other ones. They're not. I think the third one might be okay, too. My husband's a fan of all of those. So when this came out, my son's all, you got to watch this. It's the, you know prequel to the rest and and you're right it was so good because it was about this young female and about um her wanting to be a hunter and just her successes so i just thought that that was really good Ooh, I and for those her. who are
1: wondering the dog it does not die
0: <laughs> i know that's i look so it up good i'm glad <laughs> so i'm also watching the hype which is on hbo max now i saw the first season mm-hmm. I was looking for a movie or something to watch and all of a sudden that popped up. I'm like, wait, isn't that was last year? Why is that up? I thought, oh my gosh, it's on again. So what this is, is it's basically like um making the cut or project runway, but instead of high fashion, it's streetwear. Oh. So it's a competition show, you know, and I love seeing a creative competition show, but it's it's totally Mm streetwear. It's just cool. I like watching competition shows. So that's on HBO Max. And I only watched the first episode of Interview with a Vampire. It's on AMC. Mm -hmm. And this is a fresh take on Anne Rice's uh, 1976 gothic novel Interview with a Vampire. And then of course, there was the 1994 movie with um, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt, which I okay, I am not a vampire person. Of course, I said that I wasn't a zombie person until I watched The Walking Dead yeah. too. But I'm not. Um, I've never been a, a vampire person. But I did watch True Blood. <laughs> I did love that show. That show. I, I wish I
1: could have watched it like as it came out, like in real time. I didn't watch it until it was almost over. I think. I don't know. I I, don't, I think as I didn't have HBO. I guess. And then I. Did. I didn't either. I just
0: watched it like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I was way behind, but I (laughs) fell in love so hard. I had to look up all these people and, Mm -hmm. and find out, you know, what they were doing, what was happening. I love that show. So Interview with a Vampire, the first episode was pretty good. But, you know, I don't know yet. I don't know. It's not that it's not good. It's just, you know, I don't know if it's what I want to watch or not. So we'll have to see. But the first episode was pretty good. So and then I watched the movie Ambulance, which is on Prime. It's an action thriller. It's uh, directed and produced by Michael Bay, who does Transformers and a lot of other things. Very action-packed. So if you really like action-packed uh, movies, and you'll want to watch that. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Elsa Gonzalez, and Yaya Abdul-Mattin, I think is his last name. And it's basically a bank robbery that goes bad and they <laughs> hijack an ambulance and Elsa Gonzalez plays a um, like an EMT who's trying to save people. And it's just it's a crazy ride. OK, you got to suspend belief as you're watching this. Um, it, was it was watchable. It was watchable. Yeah.
1: Although I do have a lot of fond like, memories with the first uh, Transformers.
0: I love the first one.
1: It's so good. I, yes. I, I watched it recently and I was just like, this is a good movie. And then it's like after that, it goes to shit. But yeah.
0: the, the first one's really good. Yeah, it is. Okay, Sam, thank you. Thank you for your uh, TV and movie recommendations. I can't wait to... Um check out a couple things that you mentioned. And of course, as always, thank you for your insights on The Walking Dead. I love talking about it with you. You, um, I just love your perspective and, and you make me think and you bring up some really good points. So thank you for sharing your thoughts on all of those things.
1: Thank you for recommending a new holiday movie. I don't have, I have like Christmas movies to watch but I don't have a Thanksgiving one so now I might Um,
0: (laughs) you should it's
1: it's a pleasure talking The Walking Dead Um, I don't really talk about it anymore with anyone so it's nice to get all my thoughts out to someone other than my dog she's probably like I don't care about those zombies mom just
0: leave me alone (laughs) yeah she doesn't have a reaction right no she's uh... just
1: which you can't see because there's no video but she just like stares at you like can I go back to
0: bed yeah All right. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something that we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website and follow Screens in Focus and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Wherever you listen, if you can rate and review, that would be awesome. It would help other listeners find us. We'll be releasing a new episode next week. Next show will be on The Walking Dead, season 11, episode 19. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.